Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live, well, not quite live, from Victoria. And joining us also today is Jenna. Yay! Yay. Um, so this will air on the Sunshine Coast uh, and in the Cathet region on uh, CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station. I don't normally start that way, but I just did. Why not? <laughs> yeah, so this is episode 162, and on today's episode, we are going to first look at um, the, equi- the spring equinox, which is kind of the chart for the world, um, which could give us some indications of, uh, especially for us here in Canada, our neighbors to the south, just what they might be up to. Um, and then we're going to dive into the fixed signs, um, which will be entertaining. <laughs> My hearts go out to all the fixed signs out there. I being one myself, we, we will, we can do this. We can, we can, we have to. Well, yeah, it's not like we have a choice. Anyway, you so, don't you don't get to change. You don't get to change. No, we don't. Okay, so Jill will take it away with the spring equinox. Yeah. And here we have, well, look at it first in Washington, DC, because that's always an interesting place to look. Yes. And um, of course, it's at the zero Aries point. Yeah. What's interesting is to put it against the U.S. chart, though. Okay, so do it in. A, are you gonna do a bi wheel? Yeah, yeah, yes, so yes, 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 yes. USA and spring equinox, and just see how how see it, who lines up with who. how it lands for them. It puts, yeah. of course, this yeah, time. which automatically it's always down there. It's always down there at the spring equinox. Yeah, but this time Mercury's right beside it. Yeah, <clears throat> and of course they're squaring and all that. Cancer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got Saturn just moved into Pisces. So it will have, yeah. So in the springtime, obviously, with Saturn making its final run through Aquarius, it will be significant in those early days of 2023 when it hits the moon. And Pluto is just three days away from going into Aquarius. So that's. That's about as close to the cusp as you can get. It is 57 <coughs> minutes. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, Pluto is just about to take the step into the next yeah. dimension. Into and, the next. That's a good way to put it. And um, <laughs> so I just thought that was. But what's also mm. interesting in terms of the U.S. is that the nodal axis is now squaring theirs. Oh yes, okay. and that because this sets the stage for a whole year. That yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jupiter is now conjunct Chiron well, on their Chiron, basically, but squaring yeah. their sun. Yeah. And opposing their Saturn. So, so, yeah. So, you know, that's, yeah, always interesting to look at how. And then we've got the moon conjunct Neptune on the opposition to their Neptune, hmm. which means it's squaring their. Mars. The Mars Uranus. Oh, it's we are going to be so happy. It's squaring we... both Marses because transiting Mars oh. is just past it, right? It's not quite out of Gemini yet, and so it's Dang. just left the up the uh, 
return for their money. So you know what what comes jumps to my mind immediately is chaotic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next year could be very chaotic. Yeah. Um, you know, because now you've got Saturn in Pisces, and um, you know, I mean, they're if you and just to highlight that you've got the ascendant squaring their their Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> But but okay, so let's just back up a little yeah. bit with that Saturn and Pisces. Just just a heads up. I mean, yeah. it's it's not that we can't negotiate with that with um, you know some elevated scenarios. You know, it's not all bad. But in terms of a society that is desperately clinging to structures that have to shift, um, this is all of a sudden those structures could just start literally dissolving. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And so ergo having the moon, um, you know, it's, this is the people um, and there can be many visions that would also be part of this with the moon conjunct Neptune. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got this chaotic communication scenario. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it vitriol, lots of vitriol, unfortunately, yeah. with Mars still in Gemini. Well, and, and you know, oh. you've got the MC for that location at right. that time, right on the Uranus. I mean, Uranus is getting highlighted here. Yes, yes, it sure. is. So, okay, so, so um, just, uh, you know, um, and then I, if only we had a wall. <laughs> well, which we don't. <laughs> as you suggested, we can look at the. Um, at the church for um for Canada, Canada yeah. which was this one number seven yeah yeah seven or eight no nope. eight there we go okay so what you can notice here is um just the fact that it doesn't change hardly yeah. at all so uh, because they're here. they're in the same time zone yeah. and nearly the same um longitude or yeah. latitude whichever one it is that goes up right yeah yeah so, i mean it's, okay. it's yeah. a few degrees but it's three degrees here the way it affects there. our chart will be different you know like well, against sure. the canadian chart yeah right. we yeah. can actually look at Canada, but I didn't. No, I you didn't. find it. Enough. Yeah. Where are you, Canada? We're right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> oh, I got to go up further. Yeah. Yeah. My own. Yeah. Canada. Ah. There we are, Canada. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we can just look at it on Canada's yeah. chart. Just. To be complete about the whole thing. Yeah, that one. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we got Chiron on our Neptune. <laughs> oh. oh. On the south node. Jupiter on the ascendant. Oh, Jupiter on the ascendant. Magnifying things. Huh. Okay. Mm, let me. We will be a symbol of healing for the states. <laughs> a symbol of. Well, a symbol of hope. Oh, we've got a, we've got a Chiron Neptune double whammy here. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we got Neptune on Chiron. Ah, and, so that could mean reconciliation and the moon, moves forward. And the moon on South Node, so letting go of some old yeah. garbage, which is good. Yeah, and then of course Saturn is approaching. Yeah, in our twelfth house, which I think it's where about where it stations. 
Yes, yes, I believe and, you are correct. And we have Uranus. Oh, yes, Uranus with Pluto. With Pluto. Oh, lovely. So it's, there's not, you know, it's very, very different from the U.S. chart. Yeah. And oh, course, and look at Mars because, right our moon. Because our Pluto opposes our Saturn, Uranus mm. is hitting both. Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. And, and Mars, of course, is transiting. Yeah, so it's not going to be smooth sailing for us either. We're going to get, you know, like that, the moon in Gemini, of course, classically in Canada, most astrologers just immediately go to the two languages. But we have more than two languages. Okay, yeah. We have a whack of indigenous languages that are coming back. Yay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so adapting to that, yeah. um, there's going to be some pushback. Mars with the moon, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to yeah. be. Well, fractious. there's going to be confusion and, and confusion and fraction and, yeah. and Dang. old wounds and all that yeah. stuff yeah. because it's squaring that yeah. that part of the Neptune yeah. Maybe so, some maybe some language politics that are yeah. already escalating in Montreal where I lived. Yeah. Probably yeah, gonna continue true. this year. Yeah. And I also imagine in smaller communities where you know we're going through this process of renaming things to indigenous names. Um, and, and there is pushback on that. Definitely. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, we're the Uranus opposite our Pluto. That makes me think that the fight that Alberta is setting up, um, around the whole oil and gas industry, which obviously if we want a planet to live on, um, that has to change. Um, but the, that's not going to go down without a fight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we've got uh, the nodal axis is uh, squaring our Mercury down here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's lots of there's stuff activity happening. around that uh, yeah. equinox um, in, yeah. in the spring. Um, Alrighty, setting things off. So there you go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I'll you know, you'll let you stop sharing, and we'll move on to my. Spiel. So what uh, what we did last week, um, I don't know if you listened to the episode, but, um, you know, any time that I'm going through something and you get, you know, oh, what about this or that or by all means, jump in. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so fixed signs, um, who we're talking about is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius. And so this can be relevant if your sun is in one of those signs, if your rising is in one of those signs, if your moon is in one of those <laughs> signs, or if you've got a significant blob of the traditional seven planets in one of the fixed signs. Um, but as you're listening to this, you want to bear in mind what part of your chart is actually being triggered. Right. So it'll be it'll have a variation if it's the ascendant, it'll be a variation if it's the sun or the moon, etc. So just keep that in mind. Or a combination thereof. Or a combination. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you know, uh, what does it mean for Pluto to leave Capricorn and then bounce into Aquarius and then bounce out and back in and bounce out? Um, one of the big things we mentioned last week is the fact that it's going to spend too much time at that zero degrees. But in some ways, um, zero Aquarius, why is that important? Because of the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction on the equinox, so, or solstice, solstice, pardon me, in 
2020. In 2020. And we all noticed that. That was literally, yeah, that was literally a visual. You could not miss it. You could not miss it. And so that also was the start of a new 200-year Jupiter-Saturn cycle. Cycle as well. Yeah. And it was spectacular in so many ways. Not yeah. just as like the visual was saying, Yeah, this is not your normal 20-year yeah. Jupiter Saturn cycle yeah. people. This is yeah. way beyond that. And yeah. so the fact that it was at zero Aquarius after all this stuff we'd had in Capricorn. Yeah. All year. And so that felt like breath fresh air. I mean, yeah. it's air sign, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. To me and to me, you know, Jupiter is overtaking Saturn. So it's uh, it's like freedom overtaking that restriction. And, you yeah. know, I think that's, you know. So on, on a personal level, if that December timeframe of 2020 resonated with specific issues, and I'm looking at Jen and she's, the wheels are turning. She's going, what was happening? What was happening? Yeah. Well, you all yeah. need to be doing that because... With the fact that Pluto has this egg-shaped orbit, right? He's now heading into signs in which he goes so much slower, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's going to take till the end of 2024 for it to finally say goodbye to Capricorn. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to bounce back and forth over that zero degrees a number of times. Yeah. Okay. So ergo for the fixed signs, if you have any planets at zero or one, zero to one, this next two years, you're going to get a little pissy about it. I suspect. <laughs> you know, you're just going to be like enough already. Try, but, try not to hang on too tight to anything. There. Good advice. Excellent advice. Pluto is about massive change. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, whatever it is, you, you cannot, yeah. if it's time for it to go, it's time for it to go. You have to let go and let yes. God, as it were. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like the hand of God reached now and said, yeah, no, you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, that's what the other planets really feel like. They, yeah. they are not within our control. They yeah. are something beyond Exactly. So the other thing I recommend is, you know, because you're, you're listening to us, you're obviously on the internet, is to listen to different people discuss what they think this mm-hmm. next 20 years with Pluto in Aquarius is going to be like. And there's a number of good um, webinars that I've listened to already that can give some perspective for what we're expecting. Yeah. Um, okay, so how is that going to be for the rest? Okay, so um, this is just my take wherever Pluto happens to be um, running is you become the folks that are at the front front and center in the evolutionary journey of humanity as a whole. And so I always kind of picture this like lemmings, you know, there's obviously going to be the first to go over the cliff. <laughs> No, it doesn't have. I mean, I have. I'm Scorpio, right? You know, so I have a really sick. She has to be dramatic. Well, and it's (laughs) no, it's totally. Anyway, so um, for like over 20 years, Aquarians will be at the front of the line. But if we think about the kind of shift that is required by humanity to go from huge Leo centralized power to back out to the people to out on the edges then Aquarian people with strong Aquarian circuits have the ability to 
um, demonstrate how we can make that kind of evolutionary shift. And they'll literally be demoing it in their lives. And I think that the Uranus, that Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius, mm -hmm. that yep. it's been in Taurus, not the North Node so much. It is really sort of, that's a clue as to what that's about. It's, mm -hmm. it's the, like I said before, the grassroots movement, the people themselves. Yeah. And, and saying, yeah, freedom and, and autonomy and sovereignty and whatever uh -huh. are, are, are important. And I think the total decentralization from all that tight, yeah. centralized control that's been going on. So that, that'll be a good thing. Absolutely. So yeah. it's, it's not going to be comfortable, right? Because those yeah. who have, have had that tight grip on the centralized control aren't going to want to let go easily. No, no. But it doesn't mean they get to hold on because like we said, Pluto says. Change happens. Yeah. And yeah, of course. You, for you had your time. I'm finished with Capricorn. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're done. <laughs> and the other thing to keep in mind too. So for those folks who don't have strong fixed signs, um, you know, you're going to have to cut these folks some slack because they're... <laughs> They're, they're not necessarily going to enjoy letting go because it's fixed. They're, they're on a mission, you know, and these are the folks in the Zodiac that get things done, right? Um, the Cardinals may start it all, but it is the fixed signs that walk to the end and get it done. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, if, if you put them through a major change, you know, they're not necessarily going to go, oh, sure. Definitely. Oh, no, pr no, probably not. <laughs> so do cut them some slack. So for Leo yourself, if you're Leo, okay, this transformation, this journey um, is going to be the Aquarians walking in the door with that type of transformation. And um, maybe in some ways for Leo, it's going to be the hardest, just because they do represent that energy of centralizing <laughs> And, you know, all of a sudden, the outer edges become way more important. What do you mean it's about us? Yes. <laughs> Good way to put it. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll walk with you, Leo. Honest, we will. We will. We won't abandon you. Well, the other thing to realize about Leo Aquarius, as with all of the signs that are in opposition, they are reflections of each other yeah. to some degree. So yeah. And, and a natural balancing act. Yeah, there is something that Leo yeah. desperately needs to learn from Aquarius, Aquarius and vice versa. The Aquarian energy. And so it is keeping the balance. Yeah. 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 Okay. So for us Scorpio Taurus folks, um, you know, this is conflicting agendas, right? You know, so your squares are, you know, it's literally like the intersection where everybody's trying to get through the intersection, but they're going in, in, you know, counter directions. And yeah. so, um, you know, there's going to be times when, you know, the Taurus or the Scorpio, again, they're on a mission, they're going to get it done, they're going to go this way, and they get T-boned. I right? just can't wait till it gets to like five and six degrees. Oh, <laughs> my Mars news. Oh, God. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's yeah. a few years off. You what house is that in? What houses are those in? Those first, planets? Mars, Mars in the first in Scorpio and uh, and Moon in the seventh. In oh, okay. Yeah. No, she's already been, you know, been hammered on it already with Uranus and Saturn. So 
What the heck? What the heck? Exactly. What finish me off. Finish me off. <laughs> okay. So moving on to Neptune. And okay. I think that's something. I think that's the preparation for the fixed signs. All that Uranus, Saturn stuff that's been going Well, it, it, yeah, it, right. it's not going to be like, unfamiliar. It's no. almost like it's been loosening up the soil in order to. Yeah, or know. removing the growth between the stones. Yeah, or so that it's not going to Jackhammering up the pavement. <laughs> you know, not that yeah. it's but it might ease it somewhat. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's familiar. It's been that confrontation. Hanging yeah. on, letting go, yeah, stuff. All that. Yeah. So I think that's that's maybe the universe's way of saying it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're I'm thinking it'll be okay. I have a I have a friend who, like, one of my best friends is all fixed, and she is just coming. And she's also a Capricorn ascendant, so coming out of the Capricorn Pluto right thing. And so she, yeah, I keep saying I'm like, it's okay. Our Saturn return is coming to an end yes and now now this so yeah i'll give her i'll give her some forewarning so on that note on that note i heard a thing on the radio this morning that uh, the bank of canada raised its rates again and they now match the rate back in 2008 which i just oh. thought was because that's when pluto hit capricorn yeah. yeah yeah and so now as it's trying to leave capricorn it's just I, that was just like gripping on it's like wait we're not done yet and, and won't be quite until it's yeah totally until yet. the end of 2024 yeah okay so neptune in pisces of course it's still there um, it starts off at 22, it goes up as far as 27 degrees of the mutable signs, and then, you know, um, backs up uh, to, I think it, well, anyway, it ends the year at 25. So it's just kind of, it's still within those last Inching. 10 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so Taurus can actually make use of this Neptune energy, um, you know, as long as inspiration isn't carried, carrying you away. Uh, Scorpio, this gives you an emotional connection. It can be overwhelming or a gift, okay, because uh, it opens that emotional gate. For Aquarius and Leo, this energy is just a pain. <laughs> With Aquarius, maybe not even paying attention to it, but for Leo, it's an inconjunct and like it's like, nah, don't like it. Okay, mm. yeah, because it's so Neptune and yeah, Neptune is a soft, yes, Pluto, so yeah, it might sort of soften the edges, slightly. yeah, yeah, exactly. We can hope, we can hope, okay. So I would normally have shifted right to Aquarius, but I thought, no, we got to talk about this Saturn change. So the fixed signs have been playing hardballs. We've been talking about this since Uranus moved into Taurus in 2018. Mm -hmm. And that sign, you know, Taurus on the forefront of revolution, awakening, shock action. Obviously, this still continues in 2023, but... Um, you know, so then we had Saturn join the party with his trip through Aquarius. So this is like what you were saying. It's kind of softening up the fixed signs for when Pluto is going to get there. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, well yeah, I mean, but it's true. I it's think true. It, re it will reduce the shock. Kind yes. Of yes. I, th I think you're that. entirely right. Okay. So now Saturn is moving on with a straight run through Pisces. Uh, this is important because... Normally, you don't get, and this is my comment on one hit wonders, 
Normally with the outer planets, you usually get three goes at whatever is being asked of you. But um, starting from the 22nd degree of the fixed signs in, you know, with Saturn in Aquarius, all the way through to the end, this is a one hit wonder. Okay, so you only get one go at this. And my take on Saturn when it does that is, um, I call it reality testing. Okay, so it sets the stage for Aquarius for a 28 year scenario. Okay, so you're laying foundations, you're doing a reality test, you're setting boundaries, you're taking responsibility. Um, and some of that, so for instance, if people get married on a, on a Saturn conjunction, whether it's Saturn to Saturn or Saturn to Venus or something, this is for the long haul. <laughs> so you want to really have your ducks in a row, <laughs> not that you can't change it at the quarters, which is the square, the opposition, but you want a really good foundation. So whatever it is, you're setting up Aquarius. Think of it in the long term, not the short term, okay? Now, Pluto is going to take forever to get up there. So, you're, you know, you, you're not going to really have to field this reality test with Pluto until years down the road. Yeah, and Pluto, because it's so deep and intense, you often don't even feel it till quite a bit after. Yes. Like you'll notice something, but yeah, it, the, the, reper the, the repercussions from yeah. it. Yeah, go on for quite a while. Okay, so for Taurus and Scorpio, Taurus, this is uh, what's left to do or tweak before the end of a cycle. So that's the square and it's the last quarter square, right? So you look back to uh, 21 years ago to what was started and go, okay, so what do I, you know, am I still, or do I need to adjust before I complete this cycle? Okay, for um, Scorpio, it's the first tweak from uh, where it was in 2015, actually. I happen to know this. <laughs> that was seven years ago when I moved to Powell River. And so this is the first tweak that I get to make for me personally anyway, but that it is for everybody. So, and for the Leo, obviously it's the halfway. So it's about 18 years. And again, you would look back 18 years and go, what did I put in place? You know, am I happy with the fruition? Am I, you know, like, do I have to make adjustments? So again, a, an important one hit wonder where you don't get a chance to try something and then reconfigure and then set it in, which you normally get with three hits from a transit. Well, of course, we've had the three hits earlier in, in Aquarius. Yes, but not to not, these to not, degrees. Not in the last degrees, though. And, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, as it goes into Pisces, mm -hmm. it's also going to just barrel on through. So whatever it transits as it's going through Pisces, it's again one hit. Yeah. Um, no, it takes two and a half years to go through oh, Pisces. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Mars is retrograde. All communication is, yeah, it's a work in progress. <laughs> I get that. Okay, so what is Mars falling or Saturn falling into Pisces? For fixed signs, Sun will be happy, right? Especially Aquarius. Oh, oh, okay, okay, the pressure is gone. <laughs> Yay, you know, reality isn't quite so in their face. 
but you must remember to take the lessons from the last two and a half years yes. for Aquarius. And that is your boundaries, your discipline, taking responsibility for your journey. Don't want to be just ditching that because Saturn's left Aquarius. And I think also Saturn in Pisces is about sort of a spiritual responsibility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, like we, there are good things about Saturn and Pisces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's you know getting in touch with whatever that is for you in terms of as a foundation. Yeah. Right? Yes. As exactly. Having a spiritual foundation. Yeah. Having to, an energy. to rest yourself on because yeah. that's that's the best of Pisces. Yeah, and it's an energetic one. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. Um, it's a deeper connection to your soul slash heart center, yeah. right? Rather than anything in the material world. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. it's beyond the material. It's, it's mm-hmm. what transcends, really. So just a little comment about Saturn not in either a cardinal sign or a fixed sign. So for the fixed signs, mutable signs are really kind of a huh? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're mushy. They're 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 doing that awful thing called change. And they're doing it all the time. That's why I don't have any in my turn. Good idea. <laughs> Except my nose. Other than that. Yeah, change, change. No, really. No, it's not a thing. No, that's not a thing. Cardinal can sort of change. Well, cardinal can cope with mutable better than fixed. Yeah. Fixed, it's just like, really? Yeah. No, no. Seriously? No, can't be. Anyway, um, so, you know, so for the other signs, like Taurus, for instance, um, there is a sextile. So it may just ignore Saturn for a while, right? You know, it's just like, whatever. Okay, with Scorpio, this is a trine. So it could embrace it. It could find a way to build it into its life, right? Saturn and Pisces. Yeah, I think Taurus um, Pisces can be about creativity. As yes, well. yes, exactly, exactly. Leo is the in conjunct. This sign is going to be like, eh, it's not going to like it at yeah. all. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> it is only for two and a half years. Okay, so it's not forever. Um, okay, so then, you know, and I wanted to make that shift because energetically with Saturn no longer forming that punch to Uranus, that is a shift, mm-hmm. right? And we'll probably have a better feel for it after Saturn Pisces as to just what that left behind. As it goes into it. Yeah, as it goes into it. Yeah. So uh, Uranus and Taurus, it still has... Uh, a few more degrees to go. It's in the last 10 degrees. Um, and it, uh, when does it change up? Not, uh, for no, <laughs> not for a while. Yeah, not until 2025. Okay, so uh, what did I put here for fixed signs? Okay, for the last 10 degrees of Scorpio, that revolution obviously um, comes walking in the door still. So if you've got um, planets and points in the last 10 degrees, of Scorpio, um, you know, folks are going to walk in and you're going to be like, <laughs> but, you know. Well, and, yeah, Uranian, Uranus is different than Pluto. They're both oh, about, yeah. They're both about profound change, but Uranus is much more sudden than expected. Like, yes, yeah. It's like, whoa, whatever you expect is going to happen, it's not going to be that. Yes. Yeah. 
So be yeah. prepared for just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Something. Something that Taurus isn't all that good at, but yeah. being flexible. <laughs> but yeah, you got to, and actually, you know, it's been through there for a while, so. Yeah, so for the Tauruses, I think they're kind of getting with the program right yeah. now. They may not like it, right? Yeah. And it's the same for all the other fixed signs, too. Um, but it's who's, you know, so some of the fixed signs will have been going, yeah, not me, not me. Yeah, no, it's getting to the last 10 degrees. So people that have been missed up till now your time at the plate has come. Mm -hmm. And to remember, change can be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think you can tell a Taurus that. Probably not, but <laughs> you know. Say I, it with gritted teeth. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, obviously for Leo and Aquarius, um, Uranus does the, you know, creates the T-bone effect. Um, you know, where other people and other people's agendas run straight into what their agenda is. Okay. And luckily, um, when Pluto first dips into Aquarius, they are so far apart that it, there is no direct aspect. And in a way, I'm glad mm -hmm. because that would have been just too much after the Saturn Uranus square to have Pluto immediately come into yeah. an actual square with Uranus. So we've dodged a bullet there, folks. But we will notice probably that energy because by the time 2024, the end of 2024 comes <laughs> along and Pluto is fully into Aquarius, we will at least have had a taste of those two being in a sign based square. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll accelerate, I suspect what Pluto is doing yes. having it in that sign base square to Uranus. Yeah. 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 Uranus is hanging out there to say, oh, I'm hanging in there to finish the job. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of planets, like there's a lot of warming us up for big. That is, big a, that is a good thing. Well, and I think that's, that, that's probably yeah. a, a, a kind thing from the universe. <laughs> To say, you know, yeah, wham, you know, that yeah. I've sort of been prepared a little bit and yeah. preparing the soil, as it were. Maybe the fixed signs need a little more heads up, which is why it's tough for them in the beginning. Yeah. And then they're going to end up being the leaders. Well, there, yeah, that that is the the fundamental core that has to change, right? Because it's the fixed. It's you know, what looks like it doesn't ever change. But, you know, a, a mountain gets taken down by water. And, and, tar and, you know, fixed, and wind. Fixed signs have a perseverance. Yeah. Some people call it stubbornness. Yeah. <laughs> but like they get it done. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is. It's seen yeah. through. If oh, yeah. Start it is. It's the ones that get, yeah. It's the ones yeah. that get it done, which is an totally. important thing. Yeah. It helps to have some cardinals get things started. But yes. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Can't finish it though. But okay. <laughs> so Chiron is still in Aries. It's in middle degrees for the cardinal signs. Um, okay, so for the fixed signs, healing comes through upfront challenges to Leo and Aquarius with opportunity and jazz. So there's a trying there, obviously, to Leo. There's a sextile to Aquarius. So something to take advantage of for those two fixed signs to do some healing when the energy can flow easily rather mm -hmm. than it's you either do it or die kind of thing. And again, you've kind of been prepared to let go of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, for Taurus, they're going to just be doing la 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 and being way too focused on, <laughs> on the fact that none of the cement has stayed. <laughs> okay, uh, for Scorpio, it can be an irritation that drives healing through the inconjunct, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's like, oh, this is, oh, okay. It's too uncomfortable. It's too uncomfortable, exactly. It sounds like my shoulder. Damn. <laughs> okay, so just, uh, just to bracket this a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Chiron's stint through Aries began in 2018, leaves in 2027. Yes. Okay. So, how am I doing for time, by the way? Oh, we've, we, we've got 22, 22 minutes. Okay. Um, I need you to give me the heads up at three minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we're moving on now to Jupiter. Okay, so right now Jupiter has hit Aries again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's backed up into Pisces briefly. Oh, it's, so it hasn't hit Aries yet. No, no, it's no. It's about to. It's, it's about to. Yeah, it's yeah. got a couple of degrees. Yeah, backs yeah. up to yeah. twenty-seven, twenty-eight, I think. And yeah, it has to come forward. And then it has to come forward again. But once it gets going. It yeah. All oh, right. There's the there's the direct station is December thirtieth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then in May, it's going to hit Taurus. And, and I got thinking about this, you know, so Jupiter and Uranus mm -hmm. in Taurus. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it seems kind of unfair, <laughs> you know, because you, you put over in front of um, Uranus, which is about sudden unexpected changes. And you're just like, come on. Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just one could almost consider it cruel and unusual punishment. But and they and they do, I think, make a conjunction. Yeah, they do. They 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 unfortunately will do that. I think yeah. it's in 2024, but still. But both of them are are really about freedom and, and well, that's true. You know, yeah, and yeah, humanity. And, yeah, know, yeah. Things. You you can so put I a good would, spin on it. Well, yeah. yeah. And it is Jupiter. Jupiter is supposed to be the the biggest benefit. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they get a windfall, <laughs> and then Uranus tanks the market and they lose all their money. No. <laughs> You're being very negative. <laughs> well, I don't want, you know, I don't want Tauruses out there to, um, you know, I don't know what I want for Tauruses. I wish it was an easier road. <laughs> I think it's just all I want to say. <laughs> okay. So how about, you know, the greater benefit, um, you know, uh, so one of the things you can think back to is 12 years ago, mm -hmm. right? And how uh, Jupiter through your, you know, whether it's your square for um, Leo and Aquarius or the opposition to Scorpio, you know, what did that look like? What did that feel like? Gives you an idea. You then add in the Uranian impact, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. know, so uh, it will be over with a twist. Yeah, because we're not in Kansas anymore. No, we're definitely not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> okay, so Scorpio, good fortune can walk in the door. Caution, though. Um, you know, always uh, Leo Aquarius, this may fuel to break out of something, right? You know, like it, yeah. Uh, or someone just comes crashing into your agenda, which is supposed to be good fortune. Keep that in mind. This oh. is Jupiter. It's supposed to be good fortune. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the fact that they come huge 
make that Uranus energy enormous. Yeah. But, always, but always good to re- remember that if it seems too good to be true. True. Yes. It is. It is. Yes. That is the Jupiter People byword. People can get over the top. Yeah. 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 Okay. So with Mars, what I looked at are the notable times when it's going to be in your sign, which is an opportunity to get energized, to cut things away if you need to, to assert yourself if you need to. Um, The station that it's going to be finishing up, obviously, in Gemini, um, you know, for Aquarius, that's been an easy one to handle. For Leo, um, you know, that's not such a big deal. To Scorpio, Taurus, myself, I just, I can't believe the gong show that it's created. Um, (laughs) But anyway, you know, it was doable. It's just irritating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so notable times, Mars will be in Leo from May the 20th to July the 10th. So obviously for Leo, this is getting all fired up. For Aquarius, that fire comes walking in the door. Uh, Taurus Scorpio gets crashed into by the fired up agendas of other people, right? So that can be a bit, yeah. And sometimes those, the fixed signs need a fire that under them. So, that is true. That so is very true. It isn't always a bad thing. Yes. It may be uncomfortable, but it's not always a bad thing. Exactly. Okay. It's next sojourn will be in Scorpio next year. That is from October the 11th to uh, November the 24th. That's going to be in my new solar return. Hmm. That might be nice. Okay. So what I got to remember is vengeance is is mine, saith the Lord. So it's not mine. I cannot exercise vengeance. I may want to but I shouldn't. Yes, they say Scorpios don't get mad, they get even. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll be nice. I do have Mars and Libra. I'll be nice when I rip off. No, no. Okay, Mars and Scorpios. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) I know a few people that have Mars and Scorpio. Ah. Yes, yes. So do remember that, you know, you really, yeah. Um, say your piece. It's tempered by my my Taurus moon. That is true, but not everybody has that. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the Scorpio, um, you know, I mean, this can be, uh, you know, marvelous if you're an athlete or, you know, if you've got a really tough agenda that, you know, is going to require gobs of energy and yeah, you know, if you're at, in the front lines of whatever war you're engaged in, this is super duper. But, you know, just remember vengeance. No, no, don't go down that no. road. Okay. For, never really a good idea. Never really a good idea. True. So for Taurus, the freight train comes in the door. <sighs> okay. So I'll have to be really kind with Jill <laughs> next fall. <laughs> so, we can do that, can't we? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For Leo, of course. If you don't. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get like pinned to the floor. <laughs> Okay, so for Leo Aquarius, collisions at the intersection, the dynamic square, Mm. right? Yeah, so that's between October the 11th and November 24th. (laughs) Yeah, next year. Okay, moving on to Venus. So this will be 2023 is the year that Venus goes retrograde again. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So, oh, so you remember back to the summer of 2015, because that's the last time Venus went retrograde in Leo. Okay, so you can get a sense of, you know, is this going to have going to make any kind of difference in my life at all by thinking back to the summer of 2015 and the um, relationships scenarios that you were going through. Okay, so obviously for Leo, this is particular. So opportunity to reassess values, relationship dynamics, and to help imagine what that might be about, right? You look back. So you get to tweak it. Retrogrades are great for that, right? Yeah, and with with Venus, it has that eight-year cycle. Yes. Where it yeah. goes back to the yeah. Yeah, exactly. Approximate. Approximate. Moves two degrees every eight years, and it's going backwards, I think. Yeah, it's going, yeah. I think it goes backwards through the zodiac. Okay, so for Aquarius, obviously, this review comes from those you are in relationship to. Okay, they're going to be changing, doing some tweaks, and you're going to be like, oh. So I always remind people, if one person in a relationship changes, the relationship changes, then the other person has three options, change, leave, or die. Those are kind of it. <laughs> okay, so I have a weird sense of humor. Yeah, Scorpio has to have the dog. Scorpio. So the other axiom that goes with that one is, so between yes, no, and maybe, maybe is just a no in disguise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise yes is Yes, right? There's no question with yes. Mm. Yeah, maybe is just a no in disguise. Mm. Anyway, okay. Um, so for Taurus Scorpio, this is others' dramas that T-bone your life. So um, this is, so this fortunately does not coincide with Mars going into Scorpio, <laughs> which is a really good thing because <laughs> otherwise it, yeah, yeah, not good, not good. Okay, so uh, Venus in Aquarius, so notable passages when, uh, you know, love life could be, you know, energized. Uh, for Aquarius, this is January the 2nd to January the 26th. For Taurus, this is the 16th of March to April the 10th. Uh, for Venus in Scorpio, this is December the 4th to December the 29th. Yeah, how am I doing for time? Tweety. 12 minutes. Okay. Perfect. So our last little shtick is with the happy Mercury retrogrades. And all but the very last one, which actually completes in 2024, they're all in earth signs, mm -hmm. right? So your fire signs, meh. Um, your air signs, okay, if I have to. <laughs> your water and your earth signs can, can work with these, right? They're not the end of the world or anything. Okay, so we obviously start off with the double whammy of Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde at the same time. I will issue a warning again to mm -hmm. folks. Um, the New Year's is going to be a gong show. Mm -hmm. um, there's just no other way of putting it. I, I, my heart goes out to those who are attempting to travel. Um, I had recently been told, here, and this isn't even with Mercury retrograde yet, this is just Mars retrograde in Gemini. Mm -hmm. Folks who had put down $1,000 for an Airbnb in Mexico, 
um, the place changed hands. They get there. The new folks do not honor, do not have money. And when they said, well, look, we have to stay here. They called the cops. (laughs) Just like, yeah, this is like Mars retrograde in Gemini is like Mercury on steroids. Yeah, Yeah, it's anyway. Okay, so um, for fixed signs, Taurus can work with this. It's trying to to Capricorn. Scorpio too can work with it. It's a sextile. Uh, Leo Aquarius, inconvenient, especially for Leo, right? So, you know, over the the New Year's holiday, Leos are not going to be really happy. Mm. No, no. It's not going to be going the way they wanted it to go, that part. Fortunately, in January, things do get turned around. Yes, that is true. That is true. All three planets, Mercury, Mars, and Uranus. Yes, they all turn direct. Yeah, yeah. So there will be relief. Okay, so Mercury's first full retrograde in 2023, April 21st, which starts off at 15 Taurus, backs up to five Taurus, and, uh, you know, that's May the 14th. So for Taurus, an exercise in breathing and patience, a lot, especially when Jupiter joins the party. Poor Taurus. It's okay if you guys want to hide under a rock. I would totally understand. That's right. It is. Oh, you'll be especially happy with that one. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Scorpio, be mindful. This comes walking in the door. Uh, Leo Aquarius is the T-bone exaggerated by Jupiter at the end of the period. So, you know, you're going to want to bracket that April 21st to May 14th as um, agendas are optional. That's only my mid-heaven excuse. Okay. What was that? It's only her MCIC. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's only hitting all the parts. Yeah, hitting all the parts. Okay. Um, our next one is uh, August the 23rd. Uh, we start off at 21 Virgo. We back up to 8 Virgo on September the 15th. Taurus can work with this, Scorpio too. And this time it's Aquarius that finds particularly irritating. Leo may not even notice. Okay, our third retrograde. Um, Mercury and Virgo can get real picky too when it's retrograde. Yes, it can. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, too. um, Too much nitpicking. Yeah, so Aquarius will find that incredibly irritating. Yes, yeah. Okay, so the third one does the Capricorn again. Okay, it starts December the 12th at eight, but this one backs up into Sag and it stations direct on January the 2nd. So obviously the very first part will be a repeat of January without the Mars retrograde. So be more normal. Um, And so fixed Taurus can work with this, trying Scorpio two, sextile, Leo Aquarius again, inconvenient, especially for Leo, but then it shifts, right? And then the fire and air can go, oh, I can work with this now. And then the Taurus Scorpio from Sag is like the in conjunct irritation to Taurus and the huh from Scorpio. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it, I, w- I wish it was way better news for the fixed signs, but I'm not in charge. Well, you, know, <laughs> you can't shoot the messenger. And besides that, 
we get what we get and it's how we respond to it that's important true that's you know I mean, true you can't predict what will happen in terms of events but whatever's going to happen you don't control that but you can be mindful of how you respond to it that's true but that's a that's a big test for fixed signs yes, it's like an oxy actually you describing that i'm like that is the oxymoron Oh, yeah. Fixed yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're talking to a, a long, yeah. long time fixed sign person. So. Okay. She is Aquarius. She has Moon in Taurus. She has Mars. Okay. Or, yeah. So yeah, she she. But, but you're an air ascendant. As good at it as she is. But it's not your ascendant. Your ascendant is Libra. Libra, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, so That's that poor Mars in Scorpio really doesn't get like my Mars in Libra being a Scorpio. Neither one of us can rip off the face and spit in the hole. We don't know why we can't, but we're not. What does that mean? What does that mean? Rip off the face and spit in the hole. Oh, okay. That's a that's a Scorpio thing. <laughs> yeah, that's literally from, from a that. Long time ago. <laughs> it's alien to me. Because <laughs> she has Libra, so everything's gonna be nice. <laughs> oh, God. anyway how are we doing for time we, we just swear at six minutes though so. oh okay we got time my okay. venus in capricorn that was training that, oh yes yes okay. see i have venus in scorpio conjunction as, as, as a child my mars in scorpio would go off uh-huh. i wouldn't get mad at anybody i'd just get frustrated trying to do something right and then yeah and uh, i'd get like sent to my room until i could be nice Oh yeah. yeah. So that's good girl. That, you know, no, we want to rip off a face and so yeah. But we have to be nice. Okay, because I don't want to stay in my room, so I'll be nice. Yeah, so that's you know, that's that Libra rising with Venus and Capricorn training. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, phew, dodged a bullet. <laughs> Yep. So whenever you look oh, no, at, um, at, a, at a chart, right, you can, you do have um, the opportunity to see within yourself and within other people when you see a chart, um, you know, where their Achilles heel is going to mm-hmm. be, you know, uh, what they're going to ace and be able to just, you know, through. Um, and yeah, the foibles, they're, they're all there. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how, what kind of grace you bring to it depends right depends i mean i have aries rising so couple that with the amount of scorpio have means i'm immediate and direct yeah so unfortunately like when i used to practice full-time with astrology i really had a few times where i messed up because Mm. a person sitting opposite me did not do direct Mm right? Yeah. So I mean, with age comes a little bit of wisdom. So I tend when people, you know, um, call me up for a reading in that I make sure they get that, you know, if they want airy fairy, um, you know, mushed down, I I'm not, yeah, I'm not the one I do that too. I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not going to tell you you're going to meet someone called Archbander, blah, 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 you know, this is about getting to know who you are. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And the delivery, the the delivery. Yeah. And I'm just not interested in, in trying to predict what, so you, I think that's a disservice to anybody because you're, you're basically predictive programming. You're telling them what's going to happen. They'll come back and say, Oh, and it happened. Yeah. I want 
you know, I'm no. taking responsibility for what's going on in somebody's life. I'm going to help them dig deeper into themselves if they want to do that. Totally. I think that's why I love astrology is because yeah. it just gets to it as a, yeah. as an Aries in the eighth house. It's uh-huh. yeah. You can just swim in the depth of it as opposed to in my job. Sometimes you gotta be easygoing and I go into meetings and you have to like sweet talk people and my coworker yeah. is like, you suck at this. You yeah. suck at this. You just told them you, it was bad. You just told well, them that they did a bad job. And I'm like, well, yeah, I, I, somebody's got to be honest. <laughs> Somebody has to do that we job. Yeah, yeah, and we need all twelve signs yeah. for the for humanity to function well. And every every chart has all twelve signs in it, whether they're yes. outside or not. And yes, that's important. People will say, "Well, there's nothing there." No, you have a yeah. whole house that has that energy. So it, you you have all of the twelve. It's just that some are more highlighted than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how one, at different one times. area functions where the planet is that is ruling that empty exactly. house, that will affect how that area of your life will go. Yep. How well that is, is functioning. Yeah. So, okay. We're at the transits as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're at, we got two minutes. All right. Well, I I will call it a wrap. All right. There we go. So thank you for listening. Radio Land up in Powell River speaking to you from the lovely Victoria. Um, You have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell River and Cathet Regions Community Radio Station. We will be back next week with the mutable signs and how their 2023 might look. Anyway, thank you, ladies. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>